And to be able to win in that tug of war as courageous, outperforming leaders, we have to actually amplify our goodness and we have to be pulling from that other side of the rope even stronger than we ever have before. Welcome to the Outperform Podcast. My name is Scott Welly. I'm an author, speaker, and the founder of Outperform the Norm, a global movement that helps people achieve peak performance in their personal and professional lives. I've spent my life working with top performers in business as well as athletics, and each week it's my aim and mission to bring you an inspiring person to share their personal stories and insights, or perhaps it'll be a personal message from me, but with one very simple goal in mind, to help you outperform. Your time is precious, and I want to thank you for spending with me here today. But just one small ask before we get started. If you find value from this podcast, the greatest way that you could possibly thank me would be to head on over to iTunes or whatever your favorite podcast platform happens to be and give it a five-star review. Also share it with somebody that you know that you would like to help outperform so we can all grow this movement together and strive to make the world a healthier, happier, higher performing place. Once again, thank you for being here. And without further ado, let's get started. Hello, all performers, and welcome to part four of the Courageous Leadership Series, where we're giving you strategies and tools in your toolbox as far as mindset, messaging, and moving forward goes to be able to better deal with uh, the coronavirus and the global pandemic that is obviously affecting us all personally and professionally. So the first one to go into mindset is the way that I look at what's going on in our society right now is when you go out, whether it's in your community, your church, your company, or at Costco, you can feel the unrest and the uneasiness and just the uncertainty that's going on everywhere. Like it's almost palpable. And I look at it like a tug of war, like on one side, pulling the rope, you've got all of this kind of negativity and unrest and fear and just uncertainty of what's going on. And to be able to win in that tug of war as courageous, outperforming leaders, we have to actually amplify our goodness and we have to be pulling from that other side of the rope even stronger than we ever have before. And that's really this first one is to amplify your goodness. And if I were to just break this down into three things that you can do when you're going out and when you're interacting with other people to be able to be your best courageous leader, it would be a triple P. First one, I would amplify your patience. Realize that people are very on edge right now. Again, when you go out in the community or you go out anywhere, people are just uneasy as far as what's going on. They are very afraid. So we need to be more patient as leaders. Two, we need to be more positive. It probably goes without saying. There's, I, I talked about this in an earlier segment, I think it was in the second one, uh, that was just managing your inputs because there's a lot more negative information out there right now than positive as far as what's happening. So we have to be pulling on that rope with an even greater amount of positivity. And then the third P is principle. Principle, you can look at it like integrity. Anytime that we're conducting ourselves as courageous leaders personally or professionally, 
we have to be operating from a place of our own truest values and our own best principles and be letting that guide our behavior, letting that guide our attitude and letting that guide our decision-making as far as how we're interacting with others. So this to me is courageous leadership right here is that when times are tough, you don't just match all of that energy that's going on and that chaos and fear and uncertainty that's going on over here with what you've always done. You actually have to raise up your own individual game and amplify that goodness to be able to stand out, to be able to differentiate yourself, and to be able to lead others to the best of your ability. So that's number one. Number two is to actually practice what we call positive future pacing. And if you've never heard that term before, it's it's big in persuasion. It's big in NLP or neuro-linguistic programming. But it is, I have to give credit when credit is due because I've, I've heard a lot about this concept. And I recently saw a study that was done by a gentleman named Todd Herman. And you can look it up in Forbes, but he interviewed a deep dive of 29 different CEOs. And he broke them down. He's a guy that actually does very similar work to me, where he started with athletes and now he works with business leaders. But he broke down these 29 CEOs into three different categories based on deep dive interviews as far as how they're handling the current situation. And he transcribed the audio from their conversations. And he was basically able to break them down into three groups. One of them was fear-based, one of them was unfocused, and one of them was strategic and moving forward. And what he found was that a primary differentiator, certainly between the fear-based CEOs and the CEOs that were strategic, was that they actually practiced, the strategic ones, more positive future pacing as far as the words that they were using, not only to themselves, but as far as leading others in their team, their organization, and their company. So what does this look like? Well, a negative future pacing is... It's just things like struggling, things are hard, things are difficult, it's a really fearful time. You're kind of dwelling on those negative words versus the positive future pacing. The way that you actually do it is if you know anything about NLP, you know that our brains work in visuals, right? So what you're doing when you're actually practicing positive future pacing is you are creating an image or a visual in somebody's mind about the future and what that might look like. And of course, you're thinking to yourself right now, Scott, we have no idea what the future looks like. And I agree. I really don't either. But let me ask you this. Can you imagine how much better a leader you are going to be after you have gone through all of these trials and tribulations? Can you see how much stronger your team is probably going to be after having had to come together through this common struggle and unite? Can you picture how much maybe more appreciative or better we're going to be as a society after we've gone through this tremendous struggle? All of these things, all I'm doing is I'm using words like see, imagine, visualize, positive future pacing things for you to be able to see that at some point, like I am actually learning lessons as I go through this that will end up making me better. 
And the one thing that I'll say in this is you know, the first installment I talked about, you have to be able to meet people where they are. You have to make them feel like they're understood and to demonstrate empathy and to meet them there. So I'm not saying to just launch in with this future pacing when you're interacting with your family, your team, your company, your organization, whatever it might be. Meet people where they are and acknowledge that they may actually be afraid or feel like things are very hard or it's difficult or it's a struggle right now, but to actually lean in and to make sure that to some degree, you are actually using some of this positive future pacing will have a tremendous impact on your messaging and kind of your morale and how people are responding to you as a leader. Number three is as you move forward is to actually stay the course. And I think you can look at this as kind of a Pareto principle where you've got an 80-20 going on, but it is actual a, a nat, actually a natural instinctive reaction to when we when we feel one of the things that we fear in our lives is a sense of loss right and there could be a sense of loss like wow everything i've done up to this point from a from a business standpoint or I hesitate to talk about finances, but maybe everything that I've put into the market, like all of this is just going to be lost. And we start to question everything that we're doing and everything that we've done. And we think we need to make a massive monumental shift going forward. When in actuality, this too at some point will pass. And if we are willing to actually stay the course and use an 80-20 principle where maybe we make some small tweaks as far as what we're doing, but if we can stay the course on that 80% of the time, we're going to be so much better off going forward. So again, those three things, amplify the goodness, the tug of war, patience, positivity, principle, use future pacing words when you're interacting with the family, with the community, with the team, the organization or the company, because they will respond more to that. And then always remember to stay the course. Don't make any sweeping monumental changes as far as what you're doing. Now is not the time. Uh, just make small tweaks and small shifts based on what's going on and know that at some point we will return and we will adjust to a new normal that quite honestly won't probably look that much different than the way that it looked pre-pandemic and pre-coronavirus. So I will catch up with you on part five. Thanks for being here. Keep outperforming and keep being that courageous leader that you are. Have a great day. Hello, Outperformers. Three more quick things before we sign off here today. First and foremost, thank you so much for listening to this episode. I understand how many different podcasts are out there, and I do not take a single second of your time for granted because time is truly our most valuable asset. It is our most precious commodity, and I appreciate you taking that time and you spending it with us here today. Second, if you found value in this podcast, maybe you've noticed, but podcasting has gotten quite popular as of late. And if you would like to help support the Outperforming Movement and the Outperform Podcast, one of the best ways that we can get it found is for you to give it a favorable review and rating on whatever your favorite podcasting platform happens to be. So head on over to iTunes, head on over to Google Play, and give it a favorable review. 
And while you do that, also share it with someone else that you know that is just like you, is driven by growth and wanting to be the best personally and professionally in every single thing that they do. Number three, if you want even more tools and tips and strategies to be able to be your best personally and professionally, head on over to scottwelly.com. That's S-C-O-T-T-W-E-L-L-E. There are loads of different resources for you on everything from goal setting and grit to resiliency and focus to confidence and motivation and routines and habits and everything that you can possibly imagine to help you be your absolute best every single day, personally and professionally. Once again, if you'd like to access those free resources, head on over to scottwelly.com, S-C-O-T-T-W-E-L-L-E. So as I sign off, thank you again for spending your time with me here today. Keep outperforming and as always, wish you the best of health, happiness, and high performance. Have a great day.